Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Girls Talk Football. Your host, Tiffany, here with my co-host, French. Um, we just wanted to do a little recap with you guys over our NFC North Division week this week that we just completed on Friday. Um, that includes the Detroit Lions, the Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Chicago Bears. Um, if you've missed any of those episodes, you can go back and check them out right now on Anchor, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Um, before we get started on our recap, uh, there has been a lot going on in the NFL recently. Um, four players have been taken into custody with less than twenty within less than twenty four hours. Um, we talked about uh, DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar, who are both cornerbacks in the NFL, who had uh, a warrants out for their arrest. They both turned themselves in. Uh, Washington's wide receiver Cody Latimer was in an incident saying shots were fired. Um, he was booked on charges of assault to second degree with firearm. Um, and then also Ed Oliver was arrested for DUI charges. So four NFL players arrested within 24 hours. Exactly. I think it's absurd. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on is a very good um indication i mean obviously you've had nfl players who've been in you know recent domestic uh abusing um scenarios with the ray rice situation in the elevator you have the cream hunt look i mean there are players that get arrested in every single sport and it's, it happens a couple times a year but having this going on in this short of a span like what four players getting arrested in the past what you said 24 hours because DeAndre, not within the past 24 hours, but they all also, four happened within 24 hours of each other. That's insane. I think it's so and stupid. So this article on Yahoo, it ends with at a time when NFL facilities are closed and off season work is all done virtually players have more time and more opportunities to get themselves into trouble. That is a bunch of BS to me. Mm-hmm. You're an adult. Mm-hmm. You've worked hard in your career to get yourself to where you are right now playing in the NFL that, you know, look at all the kids that play peewee football. Then they go to, you know, flag football. Then they go to, you know, whatever, like a middle school, junior high, junior high, high football. Mm-hmm. Then you go to high school football. Then you have all these kids that try so hard to get to college and then to get mm-hmm. from, you know, the college level to the NFL. Plus, right. you know, look at all these people in the NFL that become undrafted free agents or don't even get the opportunity right. to be on a team and see the field. And you've done all this work to get to where you are right now. And here you're going to go fuck it up by doing something stupid just because you have more time on your hands. No, yeah. I don't it, buy it. I don't buy it. Um, there's a tweet by Jordan Lewis, who's a DB or cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and pretty much is what's going on is what is happening to these players right now. And he tweets, this is verbatim. Uh, we in quarantine, how y'all getting into this much trouble? Um, and he is 100% correct. Um, I get that in quarantine right now, we're more likely to be bored and we've been so secluded and told what to do that all of a sudden, now that we're at the place our start reopening, all we want to do is crazy. I feel like this is a time, and you know, all over the world, places have said that, you know, their crime rates and everything else have gone down because yeah. of this virus and quarantine. So, yeah, to me, you know, the fact that they said they have more time and more opportunities to get in trouble is a bunch of BS. 100%, I agree. Um, but, I mean, you got to look at this in a standpoint. 
the NFL is a huge, huge organization in business. Mm-hmm. I look at it this way. Obviously, like if you guys ever watched ESPN 30 for 30 broke, they touch on how athletes, NFL players, for instance, go broke. Okay, mm-hmm. Richard Sherman, uh, cornerback for the 49ers, actually teaches a financial course because apparently he is the best NFL player with his money. Um, he, he helps young players deal with who come from the streets, come from extreme poverty to now they have this opportunity and they get all this money kind of instantaneously. Yeah, exactly. And all these contracts aren't guaranteed. Everything isn't guaranteed. The biggest thing is uncle Sam with taxes. They get so much taxes taken out and they blow it on it. And if they get hurt the first game of the season and they're completely done. Yeah. you already have a house has a huge mortgage, a huge car payment, who knows? So I look at this the standpoint. Well, the NFL maybe had to do something with behavioral training courses. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Because obviously these guys aren't mentally stable if they can't hold themselves to a certain discipline. Especially in an off season at this time when they should be focusing on training and getting better and preparing themselves to be the best that they can be for, on the field and for their team to you know help their team get to that Super Bowl level. Exactly. Do you look you at know, this? And like the one guy playing for the Bills. Yeah, at Oliver. You know, yeah. The Bills are a great team. Yeah, you just starting defensive uh in and he just pretty much just I mean honestly he'll still play, but um it just puts a bad taste in your mouth knowing yeah. that like wow this guy could have avoided this, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's just a shame honestly it's a disappointment. Yeah, I agree. Well so this week was our NFC North week this week. Um, we started off with the Packers, who are my favorite team. Um, Aaron Rodgers also recently came out addressing um, the Jordan Love being drafted and how he feels about the Packers. And ultimately, you know, he wants to finish as a Packer, but he is has come to terms that, you know, that might not be the end scenario for him in Green Bay. And he's, you know, accepted the fact that if he does have to go to another team, then so be it. Yeah, because he does say like may not be a reality at this point. Finishes his career at Green Bay Packer, mm-hmm. which I mean, from that interview he gave, the phone call interview he gave, uh, with the Packers Packers radio show, I think he did a really good job. He was pretty up for it, yeah. upfront and simple. I mean, he kind of he he says that it is. He's not a dramatic type of guy. Yeah, I agree. Um, overall, you know, the Packers are a great team and, you know, with their draft this year, I definitely think that, you know, they already have a powerhouse of a team. They went 13 and three last year. And, you know, so I think if they can focus on fixing those holes and patches and errors that they had last year that prevented them from getting farther, um, you know, I definitely have, think they have a solid team to make it farther this year. Um, and then, you know, for their draft, I feel like they definitely drafted for the future to keep the momentum going of being, you know, a winning team and, you know, division winners and hopefully, you know, make it into the Super Bowl again. Yeah, no, nothing has really changed, like you pointed on um, from last year. They just added more players. So um, regarding the NFC North, my, my prediction on this, I think they'll win the division. I think so. You're yeah, that Minnesota. Yeah, it's between them and Minnesota and – if you haven't listened to our Vikings podcast, my mom's on that podcast. Um, she's from Minnesota. She loves the Vikings. She's so much fun to listen to, and she, you know, knows a lot about the Vikings. And, you know, the same thing with the Vikings. The Vikings and Packers, you know, I know have a big rivalry because they're both, you know, great teams in the same division. They're right next to each other, kind of, yeah, pretty much. And, you know, I know my brother is not a huge Kirk Cousins fan. 
No. Um, so, you know, we'll see how he does this year for sure. But, you know, they definitely have a solid team. Again, same as the Packers, you know, from how they did last season, as long as they work on those little errors to improve to this coming season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, same with their draft. I think they just added on to that force that they already have that'll help them keep this momentum and longevity of being this iconic winning team. I agree. I think the Packers will 100% make the playoffs next year. Uh, um, but yeah, like I said, it's gonna be very tough to for having Minnesota in their division. But mm-hmm. I see the Packers going like 10 6, 11 5 at best, and, and making it to the playoffs. And you know, ultimately up to them how far they want to go. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we talked about the Lions. Um, the Lions obviously have a big question right now with a lot of their players. A lot of their starters were hurt last season. They had to rely on, mm-hmm. you know, their third-string quarterback for the last five games. Um, so if Matthew Stafford is, you know, healthy, I think the Lions could make an impact this season. But, again, you know, it just depends on how they're training, how they're preparing for this, and if they are healthy to play at 100%. Yeah, and I think it all starts with um, the the quarterback position with Matthew Stafford because obviously he is a franchise quarterback to them. He's getting paid a lot of money. He's coming off a very brutal back injury. So I think for sure it's going to come up to him to see how he handles this team because I think Lions have a lot of potential. And I really I want think to they see, do too. I do, yeah, exactly. I know you're a Packers fan. I know they're in the division. But from coming from an outside of you from the division, I really like to see uh, the Lions succeed. I think they have a good talent. It's just – it's the Lions. Yeah. It's just they, – they have so much ability and talent, but it just matters how they, much they want to uh, put into that. Yeah. And then, you know, we had a great podcast – Um, the other day with Craig about the Bears Mm -hmm. and you know the Bears I feel like a lot of people like the Bears but I feel like a lot of people hate on the Bears a little bit Mm -hmm. I know my mom's kind of a Bears hater huge Bears hater (laughs) but um you know the Bears are a really solid team they have the potential they have great players that can make the plays that they need to make to get them far in the division but they just don't have a chemistry they don't have a flow there's no connection it's they're all over the place. Yeah, it's pretty much like what is happening in Chicago. Like, so I, I, I think that I think it starts again with the quarterback position. I think they need to pick someone, Foles or Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, exactly. I think they need to start, get that competition going early and start it quick because whatever quarterback you decide decide to go to into the season, which I believe would be Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. It's gonna set so you have to set some chemistry. Make sure he sits with his receivers, his offense, his, his the communication. Because every t- every single quarterback is different. They bring a different poise into the huddle. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which you know, mentioning that, I know this is off topic and what we're talking about, but you know, that's what I saw an article about what the players are saying about Gardner Minshew too with the Jaguars is that you know a lot of the guys are behind Gardner Minshew being their quarterback, and if you have you know a mm-hmm. team that's behind each other and wants to succeed then that you know definitely takes an effect on how you play but you know and I think that's going to be a hard thing too with the Bears is I definitely think Nick Foles is going to start in a way I kind of feel bad for Trubisky because they're both competing at the same level for the same position but you have Nick Foles who's you know just signed with the Bears he's already kind of getting a lot of praise they're calling him one of the comeback players of the season next season and then you have Trubinsky, who's having all of these articles that are saying that he's basically declining. Yeah. That he's 
you know, one of the losers of the offseason? Did they overlook issues when they drafted him kind of thing? So um, I definitely think, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I agree. Um, you know, I Nick Foles did not work out in Jax as we hope he would have been. Um, and you're true. And Trubisky does – They the Bears drafted him early in the first round. And honestly, they thought they'll be the guy. He has a size. He has the arm strength for it. But I think one thing for sure, I think he just needs a confidence. Yeah, I which, think that's what it is too. And, you know, he – it's hard to have that confidence too. Like, obviously, you have to have confidence in yourself. And – you know, no one's just going to hand you confidence and be like, here, now you're confident. You have to have that confidence in yourself. But it does help when you have people around you who support you, which, you know, makes me feel a little bad for Trubisky because I think he does need that support to maybe become a better player. And he's not getting – he's just getting a bunch of negativity right now. So it's kind of hard to feel good about yourself and, you know, improve. And, you know, you have to really dig deep in that scenario when you have mm-hmm. a bunch of negativity like that around yeah. you kind of calling you a loser, basically. And you're kind of being said to be a permanent backup quarterback from now on if Foles gets a starting position. You know, you definitely have to dig deep in that situation to mm-hmm. try and block all that negativity out and rise above to succeed. I, I 100% agree. Honestly, if you want to build confidence, I mean, if I if I was Mitch Trubisky, I would just do everything I can to beat Nick Foles out. If you can't, then whatever. They pick up as a fifth year option, which like corrects that's the most humane way of saying we don't want we're not you're not gonna be here much longer. So I my opinion is I think he he tested the free agent market out next year after the season if it ends up being a backup and just go somewhere. Yeah. Go to go to a lonely shitty team. Go to whatever that could Help use a quarterback. Turn around and, and build that confidence. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because if you go somewhere else, the crappy team, and he plays really well and shows some sort of light and the the poise and the and the um the potential he has, mm-hmm. he can he can really build that confidence back up again and help being a real building quarterback. Yeah, and because you know they have solid defense. You know their defense is really great, and you know yeah, like you said, it's just. A matter of picking a quarterback, building that chemistry and connection with the players, and you know, letting that show on the field that you guys are a team rather than you know, like we watched the Rams game that they played the Rams last year, and it was a hot mess. I agree. <laughs> and to, to these teams, all these teams are a lot alike in aspect of um, you know, you have Green Bay and Chicago, no, Green Bay, Chicago, Green Bay and Minnesota, who are kind of like they could be around the same record. And I kind of feel like. The Bears and Detroit are kind of about the same. So, I mean, I think this division could be a really great competitive division, you know, as long as the Bears and the Lions, you know, patch those holes that they need, figure out those spots that they need to figure out of who's doing what and, you know, build on that team environment. I think they could really dominate on the field and that it could be, you know, a very fun competitive division. And, you know, like I say every episode, I think that this season is going to be a really fun season. I think it's going to be a comeback season for a lot of players and a lot of teams. Um, you know, week one, week two, week three, you never know what could happen. Someone could get hurt. You know, yeah. people can make predictions. But ultimately in football, there's been so many crazy things that happen. You literally never know. <laughs> That's what I love about the NFL is that, like, I like college football too, but I appreciate the NFL more because college football can be so lopsided. When a certain school plays another school, but the NFL, I mean, honestly, you could have the the Kansas City Chiefs play the I don't know. Honestly, we're gonna go the worst teams in the league. We can say Jaguars <laughs> at this point. 
Um, and Jackson go in there and beat them. Yeah, yeah. Any yeah. it's any given Sunday, any any team's choice to go in there and dominate. Um, but yeah, I feel like this division is gonna be a lot. I feel it's, I feel like it's a lot like but separate in a way. You have the Green Bay Packers and Minnesota Vikings, who are both playoff teams. Probably gonna be around like 11, 5, 10, 6, Um, you know, getting to the playoffs. And then you have the Bears and Lions, who are like you know six and ten teams, mm-hmm. five and eleven, kind of below average a little bit, but do have some talent, but trying to figure out where they stand. So I feel like these those two tiers teams, this is a, a good division because every time an NFC North team plays another one, it's always a good game and it's always aggressive, but I feel like it's very different when you put those yeah. two separate four teams, you know. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. So I think in the order of the division, I think it'll be – maybe I'm a little biased here because I'm a Packers fan, but I do think the Packers have a lot of potential. Um, I definitely think the Packers could win the division. The mm-hmm. Vikings will definitely give them a run for their money, so I'm not sure. So it could be vice versa between those two. But I'm going to go with the Lions for third, and I'm going to go with the Bears for fourth. So, yeah, I agree with that. I do believe Packers are first. I believe Packers will be 11-5. and five. I think the Vikings will be 10-6. Um, the Lions, I think they'll be 6-10, and 10, but I think the Bears are going to be like 4-12. and 12. Yeah. I, I agree with the order for sure. I think the Bears are just – I think I feel like having Matthew Stafford back at quarterback for the Lions would be a huge upside for them um, and a huge confidence builder. But I do think that the Bears are still trying to figure out their identity. Yeah, and I agree with I that. feel like the Packers have their quarterback, Vikings have their quarterback, Lions at the quarterback, but now you have the, the Bears who are it's Nick Foles and Mitchell Bisky. Like they have no idea who's yeah. gonna be starting quarterback. So I get it. It can be rough for a team. Same with Jacksonville. Minshew or no Foles. Foles gets hurt, Minshew gets in. Foles gets better, Minshew puts back out. Then Foles sucks, and then Minshew is back in. So it's like, is this gonna be I feel like I kind of feel like this could be a season for the Bears where it's kinda yeah, like they don't know they what don't to do. Know. It's a figure out season. There might just be they might just get Nick Foles and be like, look, we're just gotta wait out Chubisky. Like we'll trade him whenever he's available. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree hundred percent. So that's all we have for our recap this week. Next week, we will be covering the AFC East. Um, Monday, we'll be starting with the Bills. Ooh. Um, so we have the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots uh, next week for the AFC East. So I feel like this will be a pretty fun division to go over to as well. Um, I know we had talked a little bit that um, just to touch on the AFC East really quick, you know, obviously the Patriots don't have – Tom Brady anymore. He's with Gronk in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, Patriots have a ton of hate. I don't know if that's hate for the Patriots, hate for Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll definitely be an interesting season for the Patriots this year to see how they progress as a team without Tom Brady. I agree. I think this would be a very fun division to talk about because it's not the same old uh, Patriots are probably going to win the division. It's going to be – Okay, now these teams in here, the Jets, the Dolphins, and Bills, have a chance to pretty much dethrone them. So honestly, the Dolphins just drafted Tua, Tua, you know, and I read an article that his jersey was like the number one selling jersey so far. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that he's he's already got a lot of hype around him, and you know, I think they're already expecting really great things. So I think it'll be fun to see if he lives up to those expectations and how he plays in the NFL. Because you know, look mm-hmm. at. Um, Tim Tebow, you know, it's d- different playing mm. in college than it is playing in the NFL. You know, sometimes it doesn't work for people. Right. So, you know, I, I think it'll be interesting to see, too, how he lives up to what the Dolphins are expecting of him 
Yeah, I agree. This a lot of these three teams. Now the Patriots are kind of reset mode now, trying to figure out who they have quarterback now for the next mm-hmm. twenty some years. Um, I feel like these teams have to reevaluate what they have and really push for it because right now is a very important time for the AFC East. We'll get to it more next week too. But talking about them now and preparing for them for next week, they're these teams really got to push for this, and I think they got to take it serious because I feel like the Dolphins, Jets, and Bills. I feel like yeah, Bills are better than them. But I feel like it's kind of their division to see who wants to run yeah. this division for the next 20 years because that's what the Patriots did. Yeah. They ran it for 15, 20 years. So I feel like it's a division where, you know, yeah. they could go back and forth. Maybe there's a certain team that's going to run it from now on. So we'll see. It's, I'm very excited for this. Yeah, me too. Well, as always, thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to this football season one step closer. Um, tomorrow, like I said, we'll be starting off with the Bills, so stay tuned for that. We hope everyone has a fabulous week this week, and thank you for listening.